1: Hi I'm James Deacon and welcome to Desert Island Dicks the show that sees you marooned on a desert island after a plane crash with the worst people and worst things imaginable who they are and why they're a dick is up to you and here to share their Desert Island Dicks with us today is comedian and writer John Luke Roberts Hello, hello Hello, welcome, thanks for coming down It's a pleasure no, it's great. Um, John Luke, should we dive in? Who's going to be your first choice for Desmond? Uh
0: First deadline and Dick. By the way, did you come up with the name before the the, uh, the concept or the concept for the name? Like all good radio features, name, work backwards. Great. Um, so uh, first up would be Jacob Rees-Mogg.
1: Jacob Rees-Mogg, okay. Yeah. Will it surprise you to find out that this is the first
0: time Jacob Rees-Mogg has been chosen? I sort of... Well, actually, it kind of pleases me that it's the first time he's been chosen. Okay. Because I feel angry about living in a world where what Jacob Rees-Mogg reckons about anything has any effect on anything actually happening. Okay. He should be confined (laughs) to a sort of minor character in a Victorian Gothic novel... Definitely on the side of the bad family, not the good one. <laughs> yeah. uh, he doesn't. Um, he, he he seems to have some control over what is happening mm. to the country, first mm. of all. And I don't understand. I don't understand how we've got into that situation, and I can't really quite live with it. He he's at best the line drawing from a uh, not even a very good Victorian artist. No, either. okay, a Victorian. You say saying... he's definitely de- that's definitely his era. Yes, okay. I think he's too, the Georgian era is too light. The um, the there's too much fun. In the long 18th century, okay. and before that, everything gets a bit ribald. Victorian is definitely Jacob Rees-Mogg. He's he's got that kind of nobody should have any fun, but money is what a, he's a grad grad he's a, he's a Dickens character, isn't he? He's a Dickens character. He's a Dickens he Dickens is. character yeah. But early Dickens, I Al- think. almost. Un- I was I, trying to get across the point: he's not a good character. He's not well drawn. I think.
1: Yeah, I got. I definitely. Yeah, got you that. got that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. He's 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 a he's um he take up maybe a page. Yes. Suddenly, he'd get you from A to B. He's not part of the main block. Maybe he'd be introduced, and then Dickens would realise, because of course he'd be writing them to put out in magazines every month. He'd go, "Actually, I'm not bringing him back. I don't want to spend time with him. I can't. I can't deal with this. It's like a mistake. Yeah, a mistake. Yeah. Like a like a, a, a half thought through arsehole. <laughs> and how many people are thinking through the arsehole,
1: right? Yeah. Um. Okay, Jacob Reese mogg Need I ask any more? I mean, it is. He's, he's he is unbelievable. It's like such a such an incredible character. It's almost unbelievable that he wasn't thought up by someone. Well, he
0: may have made himself up. There's okay. that possibility. Okay, but then I don't think he's got that much imagination. So I don't know that yes. he could have. I could but, have done it. But maybe he is quite good at convincing people of things because he must have done something to have gotten to. Well, all he needs to do. Where is it, Sussex or somewhere? So, some. He's got. I don't think he needs to convince his constituents because obviously he's in a very safe uh Tory seat, and mm. he obviously appeals to the uh very hard uh well, this is it, but then there's that weird thing. I don't mean to get too into it, but there's that weird thing now where the most conservative of the conservative politicians are the least conservative, are taking yeah. the least safe route and the most stupid, idiotic route on some baffling ideological campaign and claiming that this most incredibly elite, and a, a man elite enough to, I'm sure, wear a top hat to bed, yeah. claiming yeah. to speak for the common man somehow. I know. <laughs> it's unbelievable.
1: Yeah. And he might become prime minister at some point or another. Is that what people are saying, right?
0: Uh, well, who knows? I mean, he'd, he'd have to convince his party at this point. I guess he could do it without a general election. Mm. I would like to think that the public wouldn't vote for Jacob Rees-Mogg. Well, I would like to think so. Yeah, but you know, these days, who knows? Who knows? I'm, I'm definitely, I'm maybe more out of touch than Jacob Rees-Mogg is. <laughs> I guess that's the, that's the worry at my heart in this. Well, why is that? Well, because I like Jacob Rees-Mogg. At least he saw Brexit coming. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Um Jacob rees Mogg. And, the- and he's such a prime Brexit. He's set up all his all his companies that he's got his fingers in, they're all making sure they're safe from Brexit and warning all their people and investing in gold, I'm sure, all this stuff that I half read and remember and then get angry about. Well, <laughs> you're doing really well. Um anything else on Jacob rees Mogg? No, I don't want to do an ad hominem attack. Okay. <laughs>
1: And should you be stuck on a desert island with him, it's not going to be great, is it? Do you know what I mean? Is he going
0: to put any effort in? I would feel like it was sort of taking one for the team. Like oh, because he was yes, there, yes. he wasn't here. Yes. And he wasn't anywhere with a large enough population to have any sway over anything really happening. I would suffer, but maybe it's for the greater good. You're taking one for the team? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's how I'm looking at this whole exercise, really.
1: It's really saving
0: the world. One, it's a very selfless
1: first choice, actually. Thank you. Thank you. You're doing really well. Um, okay, great. Jacob rees Mogg is your first choice, and who's going to be your second choice, John Luke? Morrissey. Morrissey, we definitely don't see enough morrissey in the way that that is another first i believe for really this podcast. yeah that's extraordinary morrissey I, I, he, he was sort of i i, I almost evaded it because I oh it's well, too obvious i've actually just remembered the other time morrissey ah, was on yeah. so no he has been on this podcast before morrissey why morrissey
0: need i ask why morrissey i guess that's sort of not really and that's the sad thing like i i'm not quite of the I, I, I'm not of the. I'm not, I wasn't around when the Smiths originally came out. Mm. In my late teens, I discovered the Smiths and became very attached to them. Mm. Uh, and I just feel terribly let down. Yeah. But it seems from reading all the different things that he's been awful for a very long time. It's just everyone kept saying, "Oh, he doesn't mean it. He doesn't mean it." He said something about the Chinese. Oh, he doesn't mean he doesn't <laughs> mean it. He, he released something about you know he, he he he's he's been reasonably racist for quite a long time. But mm. it was always no, he doesn't mean it. He's just he, he's it's fine. <laughs> I it's it's quite sad to have sort of a spokesman. I guess it's a very teenage feeling that feeling of the passionate loner, the poetic person left out of society, who finds beautiful ways of expressing their vulnerability and of being a misfit and not being part of things, and then to find out how much hatred they're steeped in. It's not really because it it changes the music too. like I Mm. I kind of believe in separating the art from the artist. But then there's some artists you just can't do it Mm. when it's as personal as that seems to be. And as much about the soul as the the lyrics or the music. I can't listen to it and enjoy it in the way I used to. No. Yeah. It is
1: such a shame because I love the Smiths. Yeah. (laughs) And just like and even like some uh, quite a lot of Morrissey solo. Right.
0: Yeah. I. Yeah. I, I did lo- too. Yeah, I- <laughs> <laughs> can you not listen to it anymore? I I don't. If it comes on, if it comes on shuffle, mm. I probably won't knock it off. There's sort of fond memories of listening to it. And actually, in Morrissey's solo stuff, there is more of the playing up the obnoxiousness. Mm. I think. Yeah, and definitely. so that becomes part of the game, maybe. But then even that's not fun when the game sort of seeps out into, like you know, the more you ignore me, the closer I get. Those sorts of... Uh, you kind yeah. of think, well, actually, I understand why you sing about people not liking you. It's because you're not a very pleasant individual. No, it's true. Because yeah, <laughs> you're not very likeable. Yeah. Um, Stop being horrible. Maybe that's why he was such a loner when he was young. Because he was
1: horrible. Because he, he was horrible. He's he horrible, always horrible people, yeah. yeah. And that's what he left out of his book. Um, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Morrissey. I mean, the stuff that he comes out with, you kind of think... When th- when is someone going to put a stop to this? When will someone stop him? But I think that's it.
0: Who's who's looking after? Who's watching the Morrissey? That's a... the uh,
1: well. I guess no one because he he doesn't stay with a label or. Uh, uh, well, I, I have no idea about his management. But if it moves as much as he he moves label, yeah. then you know
0: he's obviously no one's got any control over him. What Morrissey needs is a uh, is uh, maybe mm, oh no wait. Maybe if life had been kinder to Morrissey then Morrissey wouldn't have ended up like this. Maybe oh. life is to blame. Maybe life but is to blame But there's a bl- point, Morrissey, at which you've got to take responsibility for your own actions. Yes. And I think that's probably now. Yes, that is, yeah. Well I've come full circle on that very quickly. <laughs> yeah. <You> did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forgive <laughs> Everyone else
1: was to blame and now Morrissey. Um mm. no, you do have to take responsibility and, and the stuff that he comes out with isn't okay. Yeah. 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 Okay, no. Mor- not like yeah. Morrissey, <laughs> a, a fine choice. Um, yes, I don't like the way that he lets people down as well. So like, apart from the, the horrific stuff he comes out with, when he, he'll he book a stadium of 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 show, uh, he'll book a tour of stadium shows and then he'll just last minute decide that he's not going to do it. You know, let down 70, not 70,000, he'll let down thousands of people. Well, from what I understand,
0: that's because ticket sales weren't very high. Oh. And so he could... It was maybe I don't, but so I maybe it's his. Fault, I read that yeah. in the press. No, but, so I don't know that it's true. Hmm. But it does make me think that. Oh, good. Well, because the problem is, it, Morrissey's fan base are not the people who hold the opinions Morrissey continues to espouse. That's that. Like it's it, very true, and yeah. I'm sure a lot of like I, a few years ago, if you'd offered me Morrissey tickets, I'd have gone. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, now I don't think I'd even go out of. Int- I think I, I couldn't quite face it.
1: Yes, I, I mean I think I'm the same. I, I when you're talking about shuffle, when a Smith song comes on or a Morrissey solo song comes on, I have to, I I, I can't listen to it without thinking about how vile he is. Yeah, <laughs> and it just that just you know it just
0: ruins so much of my teenage years. Yeah. Do yeah. we, by the way, for legal issues, do we have to like put inverted commas somehow around racist, like when that said? Or um, do you think there's enough now to Stand up in court. I mean, me. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not that worried he's going to hear this. Okay,
1: good. But no, okay. But if he does, then, you know, please come on, Morrissey. I'd he love seems that, like the sort who'd Google his name. <laughs> yeah, he definitely does. Yeah. <laughs> I won't tag him in it then. No, no, don't tag um, Morrissey. Okay, Morrissey is a second choice, a very fine second choice. And who's going to be your
0: third choice for your desert island? I'll very nearly put in a fictional character. That's also okay, but yeah. I, I decided sort of against it. I thought because generally I'm so conflict-averse that my worry with every real person I mention is well, they'll find out, mm. and, I'll, yeah. and so I'm leaving people out who are like I could see a direct career route while, or where they get in the way. Yes, um, but I've, so my third character—very roundabout way of saying this, isn't it? Um, Jeff Coons, the artist. Yes. Okay. Can I just quickly ask what the fiction, who the fictional character was that you're going to choose?
1: Oh, you can't mention. No, I, can't, I can't, actually I can't remember. Okay, all right, no worries. No, I'm, but okay. I'm not sure they were
0: human. Okay. I was thinking at one point Waluigi, but then I really came around to him. Like, <laughs> As I was thinking about saying, "Nah, would be a, it'd, it'd that'd be fun." Nice, yeah. I, it's just the way that Waluigi is a sort of mirror of a mirror. Like he, it, the the logic to get to Waluigi is incredible. Yeah. Okay. Mario is the opposite of Mario, but then. Waluigi is the opposite, but it should should be Sevenuigi if you're going to do the same thing of of uh, swapping the first letter upside down, but it's not, it's Waluigi so he's more related to Wario in terms of, uh, he's connected to Wario but he's not connected to Luigi Mario oh my God. The logic goes after you go to Wario, then it's a new, brand new logic to get to Waluigi's name. So, I mean, I think that's fascinating. That is fascinating. But um, I don't think it's enough to, like, say... I don't think Waluigi is to blame because, really, he's just the shadow of a shadow. Okay, yeah. If anyone is to blame, it's Mario, I think. Yeah, why? Well, because Mario... It's a bit like Batman and the Joker. It's mm. like every Batman film now seems to be about... Oh, actually, I don't know, I haven't watched the... Most recent, but that um, <laughs> you can't, you wouldn't have the Joker if you didn't have Batman. No, he's... you wouldn't have Wario if you, if in a world in which Mario did not exist, would Wario have turned up? No, almost certainly not. No, so he's the root of the problem. Yeah, and then Waluigi. I mean, you'd never get there if Wario hadn't been there in the first place. I mean, imagine if that had happened. If before they'd made Wario, Waluigi had popped up. Wow, Wha- <laughs> <I> would. <laughs> that would be crazy. Mad, mad. So it's unthinkable. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> imagine a world where Waluigi was the. First character in that, like he was the one who was jumping over the barrels thrown by, and, they, and then farm. they work backwards to the protagonist. Oh, imagine if you still, <laughs> if you, he was the original protagonist, but through some peculiar logic, we still ended up in a world in which Mario existed. Like they managed to work backwards <laughs> through know. these like funhouse mirrors and still end up with Mario.
1: That it would be incredible. Yeah, I kind of feel like there's infinite options. <laughs>
0: <Is> there... <laughs> How many more? I don't think there's more. More of the wah side of things, I no, think it okay. stops at Wario and Waluigi, because presumably like a Wabowser mm. would be a positive, because y- if he's the opposite of Bowser, yes. but if he's the opposite of Bowser, doesn't that mean he's better than Mario, because Bowser is more evil than Mario is good? But the Mario m- is really, I think in a way, amoral, <laughs> like he takes lives quite readily and they're bad people, but and his only drive is not really to save the kingdom, It's the, I'm putting Waluigi in, It's okay, um, yeah. uh, it's not to save the kingdom, it's to save the princess. So that's a a kind of, I mean... But what if it all started with the princess? (laughs) Well, but this is... So I think it's certainly... Mario is not um, acting selflessly to save anybody. He is, um, as has cropped up a few times, he has a romantic interest in the princess. So this isn't a selfless act. No. There's an amount of self-interest in that. So he's not pure good. And indeed, on the... On the way to do, it. he's obviously finds it fun as well. Or you know, he jumps on things, they die, and he he's smiling a lot. So there's a lot of slaughter. He does find that enjoyable. He he's 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 as much an antihero as a hero. Okay. So I think you could argue. <laughs> this is so good. Well, but the opposite of Mario is not going to be pure evil. And Bowser, well, maybe Bowser isn't. Maybe Bowser is the opposite of Mario because, I mean, Bowser is driven by self interest as well. What's Bowser's? Well Bowser or just steals the princess at the beginning. Now that's a that's a worse act than Mario would ever do. But it's clear that Mario feels some misplaced ownership over the princess. Okay. You know, like I I I think maybe he's overstepping his and He thinks that I I I don't think it would be hard to put up the argument that um that that Mario <laughs> I think <laughs> I think I think Mario thinks the princess owes him, ah, I think Mario just he like he there 's many other people as you find out, like Luigi could say can say has, has saved the princess mm. there 's lots of other people you look in Mario Kart, any of those things there 's people capable of doing it. Mario, well, does he take it on himself because he thinks i 'm the only person willing to risk my life like this, or does he do it because he think no, wait, you guys don 't i 'm going to do it she 's mine, oh yes, probably, because the princess has time and time again, like she 's very like smiling with him, but this is never there's never the stage when she says yes Mario uh, oh. let's she's clearly not wanting the relationship with Mario that Mario I think he's I think he's after I think you're probably right and that's um, that's Mario's burden that's that shouldn't be the princess's okay so you're gonna pick the artist Jeff, Jeff Coombs as yours no I'm, <laughs> no I'm gonna put Waluigi in Waluigi okay because well, I think he is a dick but I'd actually, I'd, I, I think it's fair enough to say <laughs> I am on this island. I want one I can have fun with, and I want to be able to discuss with somebody who's had first hand experience experience of the rest of this world. There's no Waiyoshi, is there? No, there isn't. How long did it take for Waluigi to be introduced? I think he was. In fact, I he's not been in any of the major games, as far as I'm aware. Now, I'm not an expert on this. He probably came in like Mario Tennis or something, or Mario Kart, but I don't think he's been in any of the main series of platformers. Okay. Um, so Waluigi is, he's not even. I mean, Wario has had his own games, so I can. I, that's why I can picture Wario, uh-huh. but I can't picture Waluigi. He's taller than Luigi, or like spindlier than Luigi, mm. and he's purple. I think, Oh, he wears a purple suit, uh, and he's got an upside. I think he has got an upside down L on his. Ah, it's not a W. I think it's an L upside down.
1: So he's more. Is he? So he's far
0: more menacing than Luigi. He's more menacing than Wario. Ah, really? To look at, like, um, and I don't know whether that's some kind of. Uh, uh, body prejudice, I have no, okay. I think it might well be like, um, you know, Wario's short, rounder. Maybe that makes me warm to him in a way I wouldn't to, Waluigi. <laughs> yeah, okay. like, he's spiky, he's spit, okay, you know, there's nothing yeah. feels like there's that, um, there's something skeletal about him. Mm, okay, less cuddly, less cuddly, I suppose. And that's, I, I, I feel like maybe those shouldn't be. I mean but it's definitely true. I'm so interested. Luigi is cuddlier than Waluigi by quite some way, but Luigi you would still uh, call a a tall slim man in a way you wouldn't call Mario. He is so. a tall slim man. You're yeah. right.
1: So Waluigi, well, I'm re- what I'm really interested in is where your research of
0: this has come from. Have you have you played all of the game? How like I've played I've played a reason I'm I'm not really that uh, like I I think I've played most of the I was of Sega. I, like, I played. The, mm. I had a Mega Drive as, yeah. a, t, as a as a a little boy, and then and then an N sixty four. So I've probably played every Mario platformer mm. since Mario sixty four. Okay, to completion, except for I've never played Mario, Sunshine. I think is it Sunshine. So I'm sort of I'm not a hardcore fan. No. And in fact, I didn't. I've not thought this through before I started speaking.
1: No, but you so easily dissect it that I feel like you must have some background or some. Research into
0: maybe nice. I just spent. I don't, My unconscious may have done all this work for me. <laughs> I think. It might have I don't. D- d- I didn't feel like I.
1: Yeah. Amazing. I don't feel like you need a
0: better reason than to pick Waluigi. Right? Waluigi. Also, I really don't like. I. I'd love the idea of Jacob Reese Morgan Waluigi trying to socialize or in any way like that is a picture understand each other. But and maybe actually in understanding each other. Coming from such different worlds, they could begin to to, to go through some personal transformation.
1: Hmm, okay. So you feel like maybe Waluigi
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> So you feel like
1: maybe Waluigi might be able to help Jacob
0: rees Mogg become more human. Become the Mog he was meant to be. Mm. And it's worth noting too, like they're not dissimilar. You you know, if you were casting a film, a live action film with Waluigi and an actor who looked like Jacob Rees Mogg walked in, you you you'd probably pencil him. Like he'd get he he wouldn't not get far in the process. Yes, I think you're probably right. And then for Jacob Rees Mogg to discover Waluigi was the sort of dark um mirror of Luigi, and for Jacob Rees Mogg to be faced with the things he does have in common with Waluigi, perhaps the uh, the self interest, that the kind of that, that level of conservatism, the rest of it, and to realise that Waluigi's opposite was a force for good. Yes. Perhaps uh, Jacob rees would go through some soul searching and find a way to change, find personal change. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morris is beyond
1: hope, though. I feel like yeah, yeah, he's on his own somewhere yeah. on the other side of the island. <laughs> yeah. If Mark couldn't
0: do it, L- Waluigi won't. <laughs>
1: You're so good. You're so right. Waluigi as a third choice. I don't know if anyone has dissected their choice as good as you've just di- dissected Waluigi. Oh, thank you. It and was it wasn't excellent. even my choice. It was yeah. I know. I, I know. I
0: was just interested to know which fictional character. Yeah. And uh, that's it. Because basically I thought Waluigi and thought, no, I don't know. Why? Why would I do that? And I found out. Actually, I, I did know why. Okay. <laughs> Incredible. Okay, Waluigi. Mm-hmm. Thank you
1: very much, John Luke. Now, mercifully, among the wreckage of the plane, there was some food and drink left over. Unfortunately for you, it's your least favourite food and drink in the world. What are they and why are they so bad? The food. Food first, okay.
0: Um. It's truffle oil. Truffle oil. Now, niche I know, mm. but it's meant to be a treat. Yes. Like people, it's truffle always oh, delicious, truffle oil. hmm I think it's horrible. Okay, it makes me feel sick. Well, I think I was quite young, uh, in and there was a restaurant in. I uh, Grew up in Newcastle upon Tyne, and there was this restaurant, uh, sort of fancyish, I think, mm. uh, in the in the live theatre there. It's not there anymore. The theatre is the restaurant, isn't? And they did this truffle oil lasagna, mushroom lasagna with truffle oil, mm. and I went, oh well. Oh, I'll have that. I mean, I wasn't there alone. This was with. This was a rare treat with the family, rather than me as a twelve-year-old wandering into <laughs> okay. fancy bistro and "I imagine I will have your finest lasagna." <laughs> yeah. um, it was just swimming in this oily truffle leaf. It's horrible. Have you tasted truffle? Right,
1: so it's very rich. It's very it? rich. It's very rich, and it rich, tastes yeah. a
0: bit vomity. Mm, Okay. Uh, it's got. It's. It's. It's related to. Mu- it's not closely enough related to mushroom. That's my. Okay. I, I, I like mushrooms. And I feel like the truffle has um, gone such a long way to differentiate itself from the mushroom that it's actually yes. lost sense of its identity. Okay, so it it so what relation is it to a mushroom?
1: Is it a type? I think of it's mushroom? a mushroom. It a truffle a mushroom, is a mushroom, yeah. yeah. Okay, I think you get pigs looking for
0: them. Pigs look for the mushrooms. So when you say supposed... go... yes, I know. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. Um... I think I just had a really badly made meal. Okay, when I was very young. With too much of, and it's like, and it overexposed me to it. Yes, and now I can't face the idea of it. And that's when, especially if you're like twelve
1: years old, that's a particularly odd fla- flavor. I, ugh, I,
0: ugh. the thought of it. Um, so I mean, obviously, but I also it's the, um, it's the way that it's treated like a delicacy. That's it. If mm-hmm. it was, if it was less pretentious about itself, I'd maybe give it another chance. Okay, but because it's really, you know, the big I am. Yes. I think, well, no truffle oil. You need to be put back in your place. Do you think that... Am I putting truffle oil in or, or truffle That's resania? what I was going to say. Uh, I think right. that food specifically, but actually truffle oil in general. Truffle oil. So truffle oil, but what about just truffle? I think I'd still have a problem with truffle because uh, it would remind me of truffle oil. Okay, yes. Have you, have you had things with truffle in since? I think so, mm. sort of accidentally, and I've not been very happy about it, but I've still eaten it because... Uh, uh, that I connect that with ethical um, goodness. Okay, yes, I'm with you. Just that through training as a child.
1: Because
0: um, you'd get a lollipop at uh, Little Chef if you finished your dinner. They'd give you a lolly. Yes, That's they would. That's ruined me for life. I have to finish it, even if I hate it. Uh, do you? Yeah. Oh. Same with alcohol they wouldn 't now, as a child, they wouldn 't give you a lollipop if you finished your pint no, it's true, uh, but that it 's the same principle applies even when I go i shouldn 't have that last third you just I would anyway, because it... of the feeling of i 'm letting somebody down if i don 't finish that that's a waste of I've... of toxin. I have exactly
1: the same thing mm-hmm. i i 've got to finish it the whole meal i 've got to finish it even if i 'm stuffed mm. it 's got to happen um. You're getting truffle in quite a lot of things nowadays. I've noticed, and mm-hmm. and it's more f- uh, flippant. Maybe I, oh yeah, yeah. I was at a, a place where uh, having a burger the other day, and it was just like fries with truffle on. And I and and at, um, at Audi, okay. other supermarket brands are available mm-hmm. at Audi. They do pastas for like one pound sixty uh-huh. that have truffle in.
0: Well, like my um, immediate reaction to that is, oh god, no! Oh now, right, I'm gonna, okay, I'm, yeah. I'm going to stumble over truffle, okay. but then to be fair it is it's reducing truffle to maybe more of a more standard fare and i i'm for that i'm for that i'm just worried i'm going to am going to eat some truffle by accident okay yeah. but i'm am for, for that but um truffle mm. Mm.
1: okay truffle goes on truffle's going to be your food choice and what's going to be a drink choice
0: i've struggled a little bit with this well because i think i know the answer but it's a bit boring because i did think about um Wait. Like, what was i thinking a drink i don't Oh, actually, you know what? I know what it is. Mm. I know what it is. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I, kn- I didn't. Kn- I didn't knew. I knew. I didn't knew. knew I did know. About I know. It. Okay. I didn't know. I knowed until I just thought I was going to put bad coffee in. Okay. Which is, makes you sound like oh, uh, but the amount. Of, uh, when you burn the milk and you taste it, it's disgusting. Oh and, meant to yeah. it, and you end up just and because you try and go into independent places. Because always the best ones are independent as well, apart from the ethics of the thing. Mm. But then you sometimes you can't tell now because some of them have learned that if you use hardwood and a, uh, a a blackboard without a logo outside, that this is the sign ah, of a good coffee okay. place. Right, okay. So they trick you, and yeah. then you go in and they've not done it right, and it's burnt and it's horrible, and you <laughs> taste it and you have to immediately pour it down the drain. Um, okay. But so, but that's not actually because coffee in general I like very much. Okay. And I don't think it's. I don't think it's fair to just put the bad version of something. Fine. I will go for fruit teas.
1: Fruit teas. Okay. Any specific flavours?
0: I would go, I'm I'm sort of, there's a couple of exceptions. Mm. Like, um, actually, no, I don't think like peppermint tea, but that's not a fruit. No, it's not. Um, I like a few different teas. Fruit tea Mm. promises so much with the smell yes and give so little you're right and i end up hungrier after drinking a fruit tea than mm. i am before it doesn't sate anything it's just it's the promise of this wonderful berryish yes Ooh, this yeah. is going to be delicious this is like a cake in a glass <laughs> and then, oh no it's hot water
1: the flavor is just so underwhelming
0: yeah it's hot water with like an aroma nearby it's just dry and maybe a bit bitter mm-hmm. afterwards yep 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 like. it leaves you um unsated
1: yes It is a letdown. Fruit tea. And as well, um, so there's a children's programme that I watch sometimes with my kids and they're uh, in it uh, as a tree. The characters have a fruit tea and just the the look of it and the thought of having that fruit tea just sounds
0: so good. The reality... Mm. It's funny, isn't it? As a kid, like Turkish delight. Mm. I mean, I quite like Turkish delight. Okay. But the Narnia books... The Turkish delight you imagine Turkish delight tastes like. Yes. From that. Yes. Wow. And then <laughs> yeah. you eat it and you go, oh yeah. Okay. It's not Turkish delight, is it? Yeah. Also, this is a side note about that Turkish delight, mm. right? Narnia has Turkish delight. Doesn't have Turkey. Doesn't have the place Turkey. Oh, that is good. Where did they get the Turkish delight? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Who brought it there? Yeah, I mean, it sort of falls apart because the White Witch makes the Turkish Delight and it's it, it's mentioned, I think it's mentioned by Edmund. So then okay, she's creating it from... And okay. she obviously is magic, so it comes from other, So It would be different if they walked in and it's like, hey, here's some Turkish Delight. Uh, but so, because they've introduced the idea of it and they've come from another world and, of course, Narnia was created after the... Cre- so, So, But yeah. I think it's odd, maybe, that nobody there goes, wait, wait, guys, where's Turkey? Yes. And then they'd yes, start realising, right, yes.
1: oh, and they have a lesson about where Turkey is and, and yeah, what it's yeah. like. Yeah, and
0: then do they know in Narnia that there's another? No, I don't know if they do. Because they try and escape, wouldn't they? Yes, Would true. they? Mm. Some of them have an all right time. No, because the white witch, she's horrible. Yes. She's horrible. Horrible witch. <laughs> Anything else on fruit teas? Um, I know. I think I've said my piece. No,
1: yeah. I mean, arguably, and this is... It's very thinly veiled. But um if you were stuck on a de- desert island with truffle... and Maybe not with truffle oil. If you were stuck with truffle lasagna and a fruit tea, you'd be laughing. That's to you. You're fine for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. If you've got enough lasagna. And,
0: and fruit tea. You mean for sustenance? Yes. Well, the good thing about fruit tea, too, actually, and I realise this, and it's legitimate mm. because I still like fruit tea in its perfect state. Hot. Right. But actually cold fruit tea Ah. I think I'd be absolutely fine with because all that is is water with a hint of fruit there's not the promise because it's the heat which gives you the smell yes the heat gives you the smell and that's the oh this is going to be delicious and that's what creates the disappointment yeah okay fruit tea odourless fruit tea would be almost perfect but of course nobody would buy it because the odours the you know just be that's just a bag to put into water that's the basically (laughs) that's that would just be a tea bag with no tea in it Okay, just be water. You, you put the bag in for the ritual. Okay, yes, of mm.
1: course, yeah. Mm, maybe on to something. I am going to market it. You should market that. Um, thank you very much, John Luke. Fortunately for you, there won't be without entertainment on the island. The plane's entertainment system continues to work, but just your luck, it only has two working settings. One is your least favorite film of all time, and the other is your least favorite
0: song. What are they, and why are they so bad? The film was actually slightly tricky film okay um because it it boiled down to two okay that being man of steel Mm. which i watched on my birthday oh imagine and the other being prometheus okay but i'm gonna go for prometheus prometheus
1: okay i've not seen prometheus oh god you're gonna have to fill me in so
0: man of steel just to talk you through i realized man of steel i went to it knowing it would be i i I, like, a dark Superman is so beside the point of anything. Mm. Like, he's he only works if he's... Because he's got such incredible powers, Superman would be a great villain. Yes. But actually, as a goodie, he's... I, what's fun about him is he's so good as to become sort of comic. He's this huge Boy Scout, and what they did in the original Superman films of adding this clumsy Clark Kent uh, human side to him... Was great, although the clumsy side was, of course, the performance on the other side. But mm. that's how you do I think you've got to do Superman that way. Otherwise, like, because in that film, he's just a bit of a dick. Right, okay. Really strong. You right. can't be a bit of a dick. No. And how the hell are you meant to root for him? Yes. Um, anyway, but Prometheus. Okay. <laughs> uh, Prometheus, I, got, I, I hadn't watched the alien films. I hadn't watched the alien films. I was in my late 20s, I yes. guess, when it, this had happened. And then I knew Prometheus was coming out and I thought, oh, I'll watch them. And then I I got them and I watched them and I loved them the first two especially, um, and actually the fourth weirdly I hmm. I liked the fourth okay. I mean a lot of people hate the fourth and I can understand why but I feel like the fourth <laughs> at least um, the setup for it makes sense of well what happens once they do weaponize these things that's a that's a that should really be the third question in the in the trilogy the, the third one in the trilogy I think the fact they undo all the kind of happy ending the second one is such mean storytelling that I have no time for that but okay. that's not what okay, Prometheus right. the thing all the pre all the stuff they were releasing pre Prometheus the trailer mm. these little in-world videos yes they were so exciting looks so good well made it yeah. looked wonderful and then the movie was so badly written so full of terrible cod philosophy so even on its own terms it didn't make sense this man who's terrified of everything suddenly plays with a black plasma snake that comes out of a pool okay um, oh yes that's going to be fun then he gets uh killed or whatever oh um somebody goes through a uh a cesarean and mm-hmm. then can immediately walk having had their like stomach stapled back okay together. like a machine comes about mm-hmm. there now i'm i'm generally i think if the film's good enough you ignore the things which don't make sense, the botches, the rest of it—they don't really matter. But the film is so bad, oh. I couldn't. Oh god, it was horrible. It was awful. And I watched it, and I went. I booked tickets far in advance at the IMAX, and then oh. I heard, like, I heard rumours it was bad. But I thought, no, I've got to, maybe they're wrong. They might be wrong. And then I went, and I thought, hey, well, right. Oh. And they didn't warn me. They didn't say, no, seriously, that's what I think they should have done in the reviews at the end, saying, no, seriously, mate, don't. What about when you were leaving the cinema? When you, when and it's like he didn't even know what was fun about aliens. <laughs> there were no aliens in it. I don't want these big old weird-faced people. And I don't want you to retcon that wonderful-looking space jockey and turn him into a boring human who'd put a helmet on. OK. <laughs> there we are. I don't like the film. No, it sounds like
1: you don't like him. As you we were leaving the cinema, after you'd seen it in the, in the IMAX and you'd pre-paid your tickets, what was the atmosphere? Could you tell? What, well, it
0: felt funereal to me. Oh, but I can't okay. really know. Like, I was looking at the ground, so I don't know whether this was a shared experience or I was just projecting.
1: Oh, dear. Hmm. That bad? Oof. Really? I'm mean. Never, no, but never do it? Just never watch it? I, would, uh,
0: I might watch it. I went to the sequel. Weirdly. Did you? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but then at least I was kind of... And the sequel is better. It's still a... bad. Mm. It's better. Okay. It's better. It's not, it's not nearly as awful. I still think there was more to explore in the alien universe without those terrible ill thought through like sub gcse philosophical ideas and oh i just don't dear. really think ridley scott can spot a good plot and so he's sort of i think we've been lucky that he's a good filmmaker and so when the screenplay has been right he's ended up with a good film
1: yes okay
0: wow but i'm not sure he can spot a good screenplay <sighs> cutting well, I I mean who I mean it's not like I've made any films. No, fair enough. That's yeah. Fair yeah. But uh, actually, if the risk of me making a film is ending up with something like Prometheus, then I will happily not put my uh, hat in the ring. I will stay out of filmmaking just uh, in case. Okay,
1: yeah, fair enough you're doing the
0: service again. Yeah. Great. Okay. That's a question, isn't it? What's would that? you would you take Alien not existing um as a as the kind of quid pro quo mm. of not having Prometheus? It's not I've answered it. No, I I would I'm I would rather live in a world where alien and prometheus exists okay. than not alien. But just not... not the actual alien. I'm glad I don't live in a world where no. like, the xenomorphs exist. Yeah, I'll be horrible. relieved to be honest. Yeah.
1: But um the fact that you might have to watch prometheus for, you, for the rest of your life should you land on this island with just prometheus. I don't have to watch it, though, do I? No you don't have to. No, no, I can no. you you choose not go to go without. Yeah, fair enough. So prometheus is going to be a film choice. Yeah. And and uh what's going to be your song
0: choice? It's weird like I don't I guess I don't listen to much music I don't want to. Yes, okay. Because I generally just stick on, like, I I follow, like, I listen to things I know I like, Mm. listen to things through, you know, Spotify, which will find new things that it thinks I'll like because of the algorithm. And then I listen to Radio 6. Mm. And so, but there are songs I dislike, but not enough to go, I mean, I... And they're all that like, I always feel like the ones I dislike are the ones that are kind of the cliche of disliking. And I think, well, maybe I should give them a chance. Okay. You know, like Ed Sheeran or Mumford and Sons or yes. those kind of things. Yeah. Kind of go to. So I'm going to go mm. for. I was raised as a Catholic. Okay. And there was on the Easter Vigil Mass. It would always almost oh, was it Maundy Thursday? It was Maundy Thursday. Yes. Yeah. It's the one where Jesus just waits in the garden. Right, yeah. okay. And so at the end of this thing, you'd have this chant starting of it would be it would be stay with me, remain here with me Watch and pray. Okay. Watch and pray. Stay oh. with me. And that would go on and on. And then no. occasionally, and we had a terrible. The, it's well, very I, I don't mean to be rude, but the choir, there was no selection process for the choir. So you'd then there'd be some, there'd be like two really excellent singers there, and they'd be singing these things over the top. Stay with me, remain oh, with me. No. And then there'd be awful singers, and that was me trying to do one of the good singers, but I can't sing that high, and they'd be. And over that, and there'd be this kind of, um, you'd there'd be this dilemma because this was it wasn't I don't think it's a mass the Maundy so maybe it's a mass I don't think it's a mass because I think the I think Palm Sunday is the last actual mass I think mm. before the Easter I think um, but uh, the priest would walk out during this mm. and then the song would carry on Ooh. so there was no kind of and that's it go in peace. <laughs> which, is, which is not how my priest said that You're like, hey go in peace guys uh <laughs> and also with you buddy um but you you'd not be the like and you'd feel this burden of responsibility like if you that actually sitting next to your mum you think i can't just leave she's got the car no yeah and So you you'd both have the kind of waiting for her to think we've had enough holiness now and for thinking like oh the first one i mean if you left as the first one you'd feel pretty much like I guess I'm just not as holy as these yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so that was it. And that song comes into my head too often, mm. and I think at inappropriate moments. Yeah, yeah. So I could do with I wouldn't. I mean, I think on a desert island, that would probably be the worst song oh to just be able oh, to just listen. Just trudging to. over. Because also, I think over. if you recorded it, there'd not be an end. Like because there's no there's no actual there's not the you know in songs sometimes they fade out and sometimes the song will end with bam bam but it doesn't end with stay with me yeah. you know well, how does it end just with one I of can't the, remember I can't remember it ever ending okay i can't, i guess maybe. it just slowly people must have just stopped and it must have ended
1: maybe. but I'm, it's as if i'm still there maybe it's on a constant loop in your head and when you think about it you're not thinking about it for the first time you're just rejoining
0: the loop the loop yeah maybe maybe there's always somebody in the world singing although it's very much maybe there's always somebody left god i wonder what the last point in the world when somebody is singing that song after Monday thursday is but you'd stop by the because you need to get there on good i guess the cutoff is the good friday uh, service yeah like, if you're still doing it at that point you've won yeah you i think yeah. that means you can like give them it. a free car it's, oh right like free entry yeah, i think free entry, free entry yeah, up there yeah, like, you, yeah that probably is enough to go right you can do any sins you like mate you're through go
1: for it yeah yeah <laughs> that's the ticket yeah I was raised as a Catholic as well. No, oh, yeah. And I, I don't remember that song.
0: Oh, I think it was... We had quite a... We had a really good priest, actually. Mm. Um, uh, very smart, like, trained as a chemist. and like, oh, a right. So, okay. Very thoughtful man. I don't b- b- have any faith anymore, but he was... Um, mm. He had very good homilies, and it meant that I was kind of uh, steeped in a very thoughtful uh, Christianity. Uh, and so... Don't have a knee-jerk reaction against it although I, I don't believe in it I, I don't think that it's, I, I think a lot of clever people do and a lot of smart people do and a lot of, uh, I don't think there's any, I don't think I'm particularly right, Um, mm. but he could sing really well and so okay. there was good music. Helps, yeah, yeah that really helps, yeah, grab yeah, the attention. But that song is just like I, yeah, I even sung well could uh, let, let me go S- the song of Monday Thursday. Okay. It's a bit like the uh, the Catholic version of "I know a song that'll get on your nerves."
1: Yes, and it just keeps going around, but slightly more harrowing.
0: And it's also Stay you're singing as him saying, me. "Stay with me, remain here with me." Mm. So there's a you're, you, the guilt is just dripping you out can't of your leave. mouth. Yeah. You can't leave because you're literally telling yourself as persona Jesus, <sighs> "Don't leave me. No. I'm gonna die."
1: Yes, yeah. Oh my God.
0: I don't know if you need that much guilt as a child. No, well, that, <laughs> anyway. That, that, I'm, I, there's a lot of stuff I'm talking about with my therapist at the moment. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Interesting.
1: Okay. I feel like this is going that way. No. Uh, okay, song. That song that from song? Monday, Thursday. Song, yeah. Okay. And finally, John and Luke, finally, the island is
0: overrun by the biggest dick of all the animals. Which animal is it? And well, what? right. Again, I had a choice of two. The first one which I decided not to go for is a specific animal, mm-hmm. which is a cat called Susie <laughs> I had growing up. Yeah. Because she. we got two kittens after a while. Susie was quite old at this point. Susie was always quite horrible. Mm. Um, like very... Demanding oh, yeah. And like slightly dirty. I know the cat. Uh, the, but yeah, and the cat, you you kind of, you you know, you've got to look after this creature and you can't be... What can you um, do? You can't be cruel to this thing. But also, how did we get this one? Um, but the two kittens, <laughs> Susie. We realised Susie was nudging open because years before we had a cat called Black Cat, which my brother, who was three, named. Um, and uh, actually, I'm going to put Susie in. Let's put Susie okay, in. Okay, Susie's, Susie's going in. Yeah, Susie into the island. Um, would Black Cat disappeared and we thought Black Cat was dead, and then we heard a, a meowing underneath the oven, and <gasps> it turned out. Black cat had got stuck under the house. She'd gone into the cupboard under the stairs. No way. Older. Yeah, uh, and we and my brother, who was like who must have been a teenager at the point, nine years older than me, crawled down with a torch and saved Black Cat. Wow. Okay. But Susie seemed to have learnt from this because when we got these little kittens, hmm. we noticed that, well, that the door kept seeming to come open of the uh, under under stairs cupboard.
1: Hmm.
0: And we caught Susie opening it. And effectively beckoning the kittens in. What? Yeah, Susie wanted to kill those kittens. No. Yeah, Susie was a bad-natured cat. Susie wanted to take them under the house for. Yeah, we sort of by it, like meowing. She'd open it when they're around, and then just meow at them next to it. And no. You'd sort of see this little nudge of her head as if, go on, <gasps> go on, it's fun in there go have a look and of course if they walked in I bet she'd have like slammed it behind them Susie nailed it shut Su- Susie regretted her
1: decision she wanted her life back
0: Wait, they, weren't Susie's, gonna... they weren't Susie's kittens
1: oh they weren't
0: no okay. so there was a resentment there about, was a resentment other cats taking the uh... okay no, now Susie it makes was, sense uh, Susie was long past <gasps> child uh, kitten rearing age
1: okay she didn't want some new kittens on her patch well I think also she'd
0: been she'd, almost, she'd been neutered Okay, so there you go. So maybe there was even that, or is that, you know, maybe again, Susie was uh, a victim of circumstance and we have to take some responsibility. Mm. But I'd definitely not like to be on an island with Susie. (gasps) Imagine she's back and now, oh, it's overrun with Susie's. Yeah, it would be. And I'd wonder how they cope with each other. No. Because I I think that, that kind of treatment of other people in the first place does come from a place of not really loving yourself. And so Susie probably would especially hate other people who were her. I think
1: what would happen is, individually, they'd all try and drown each other until there was just one Susie
0: left. It would probably be a kind of Lord of the Flies scenario. Yeah. But even then, but they're, they're the same. So it's mm. like when Sonic fights Metal Sonic, they're kind of evenly matched. So yes. maybe they would all kill each other at the same time. I mean, I guess you you have to put chance into it and there would be falling coconuts and things. So, yeah, you maybe end up in a situation where, because of circumstance, there was just one Susie. But I I sort of imagine it ending with two Susies in an eternal battle. Eternal battle. battle. (gasps) That is quite good. And then the island would just be covered with Susie carcasses. Okay. (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: Susie. I feel like... It's quite. uh, I don't know. I don't know Susie, but I can imagine this island. And then you've got Reese Mogg and Waluigi just trying to sort each other's lives out while these two Susies And you know, know, Jacob
0: Reese Mogg would be there, like um, asking. He'd be saying, Oh, Waluigi, Morrissey, can you help me? Um, I don't know what I'm doing. I need to eat and um, I, I can't survive like this. I've got four. Um, butlers at home. I'm, I don't know this for a fact, but you no, know, it could this. be. Yeah, yeah, You know this, or I'm sure he treats his children like butlers. Hmm. Um, I'm not sure at all. this Maybe. is pure supposition. <laughs> yeah. um, well, he's probably got uh, like minors or something, hasn't he? Yeah, you know, a Victorian. <laughs> yeah. He's probably got. A, he's probably got a workhouse. Yeah, children just ready to do there. So he's going to be. He's going to be hard to do his bidding out here. And he's going to go. I don't know how to survive. I don't know how to. Su- could you skin this? And Morrissey will get very offended. Yes, being asked he would. To, uh, he would to do that. Waluigi probably suck it up and do it. He'd probably be, he's certainly, I think, the one of the three of them who's the most uh, able mm. and willing to to learn. So I think Waluigi would would take it on himself to skin and uh, prepare the Susies. <gasps> yes. Probably even, like, if there's a, any salt left in that plane, might be able to uh, preserve the meat so that we can spread it over a longer time. That's and good. And then actually I'd rather eat Susie than uh, truffles, so that's good. Okay, that is good. Mm. So it's all worked out fine. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. <laughs> um... Okay. John Luke, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. If people want to hear more from you, where can they find you?
0: Um, My website, yes, uh, johnlukeroberts.co.uk. Great. I'm on Twitter, at roberts. Yes. So you're at Edinburgh at the minute as well. Yeah. Um, And where can people... I'm doing my show, John Luke Roberts. All I want to do is FX gunshots with an FX gun reloading and an FX cash register and perform some comedy every day at 5.30pm at the Assembly in George Square. Excellent. Okay. And what, what goes on? What goes on in the uh, show? It's, um, it's uh, it's so somebody came to my show last year and said, they a member of the public, they wrote a review online and it made me sad. But then I read it again and realised they'd written this sentence in it. It's an absurdist comedy show. And they'd written, um, I love absurdism, but this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> oh, I thought, good. wow, how beautiful. And the show is basically um, off the back of that. This show is an attempt to defend not making sense and defend not understanding things and finding joy in not understanding um and so it's a a manifesto for absurdism and it's largely told through 24 fictional spice girls okay that is excellent that's it yeah that's the short version
1: (laughs) well if you're in edinburgh then make sure that you go and see the show okay well thank you so much for coming in yeah thank you for having me i appreciate it now where's this plane